Welcome back to Become a Calm Mama. I'm your host. I'm Darlin Childress, and I am a life and parenting coach. And I actually typically always have notes prepared when I do a podcast episode, and I don't today because I just want to talk about how come parenting is so confusing. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because it's like, as a parent, you don't know what to do. And then you feel bad because you don't know what to do because you're like, well, I'm a mom. I should know what to do. And then you start to feel badly about yourself because of your confusion and you judge your confusion and it's a whole spiral, which I understand. I felt it this, you know, in the past as well. And I do still feel it sometimes. But what I want to offer to you is kind of sort of why you feel confused. And the reason is because you have never done this before. Honestly, I think we think that we're going to have a kid and then we're going to know how to parent this kid. And the truth is, we don't know how to do it because we haven't done it before. I want to give you some examples of things that you had to learn how to do. The first one that comes to my mind is driving. I think about, I have taught two teenagers how to drive and my nephew. So I've been through this three times and how little the kids know about how to drive. They think they they know because they've been in a car a lot, right? They've watched their parent drive and they get in and they honestly barely know where the brake is, the gas is, the steering wheel. They start to drive and they don't know that the, how, um, how sensitive the accelerator is. And so they kind of push the accelerator a little bit too far and then, you know, they're moving the car, they're accelerating too quickly. And you're like, no, no, no. And then they, you say, put on the brake and they put on the brake and they slam on the brake because they don't really understand what kind of pressure to put on those pedals because they haven't done it before. Right. And they go to turn the wheel. And both of my kids said, wow, I didn't know that you didn't have to turn the wheel so much, right? They like overturn, that they think they have to overturn in order to barely like turn left. And so they have to learn how to do this because they haven't done it before. And as a parent, I think about all of the decisions and all of the things that you need to learn how to do. For example, when you're a mom, right? And it's time to introduce solids, say, when, when you have a young, ba- a, a young baby. And you don't know. You're like, well, I, I don't know. Should I start with rice cereal? Should I start with, with uh, regular food, like, you know, mushed up peas or something like that? You ask your mom and she's like, oh, we always did rice cereal. And then you look on the internet and there's a bunch of different opinions. The internet is fantastic, but there's a hundred different opinions. And so you, as the a parent, you are making a decision and you're sort of flying blind. You are like, well, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to make the best decision I can with the information I have. And then I'm going to see what happens, right? And in the beginning of your parenting, I would say from zero to like seven or eight, a lot of the decisions you're making, they are new. Deciding you know, where your kids should go to daycare or preschool or whether they should do enrichment classes and what kind of enrichment and when you should put them in sports and all of those types of decisions. Every time you're making the decision, it's like, oh, you've never, you don't know that much about preschool. You don't know that much about elementary school. You've never made a decision about which school should be, you know, for your kid or what kind of sports you should make. 
And so I want to offer to you that it's normal to feel confused in the beginning of doing something. Now, the cool thing is that as you do something, anything, like as you drive, you get better at it and you kind of learn the basics of it and you have the mechanics down and you are like, okay, you know, I think about my teenagers and how even, you know, within a couple of weeks, they were able to stay on the right side of the road. They were able to stop without slamming on the brakes. They're able to, you know, know how to turn on the blinker and turn left and, you know, accelerate appropriately. And that's a little bit like parenting when you have some decisions under your belt, you have some experience, you kind of feel like, okay, I've got a good rhythm here. I understand the basics of like sleeping and eating and, you know, diapering and, and that kind of thing, right? And then as you go along, some of those basic things that you used to feel confused about, you no longer feel confused about. Now, when new things come up, you're still like, oh, huh, I have not been faced with this before. Like, say you have a kindergartner or a first grader, and now it's time to figure out what kind of sports to put them in, or how much sports to put them in, or which, which sports, and like, should they do sports and tutoring and piano and foreign language and religious school? And then you're like, well, now I feel like my kid is overscheduled. Is what's right? What's not right? And then again, you go to the internet and you try to look it up. I have been doing some internet searching, you know, every once in a while on parenting, and I find, you guys, that it there's not a lot of great information, or there's too much information, or the information you want isn't quite available. Like, I just wanted to look up something of, like, how to help a kid who, like, strategies for ideas if a kid is highly sensitive to sound. And I'm reading, like, four, five, six, seven articles, and all of them are not that helpful. They just keep saying, you know, re remove the child from the stimulating environment and try to stay calm. And like, I, you know, I have a podcast on all about being calm. So I want, I have the same philosophies, but I try to give you the most practical strategies that I can give you, like actual ideas, because I can, I know that the, you need the ideas, the tools, the strategies. So you go to the internet and you try to figure it out, and you're like, I don't, there's no answer here. You ask your friends, they're also flying blind. You ask your parents, you know, your mom or your dad or your aunt, and they are parenting, you know, they parented from a different traditional parenting model, and it's like confusing. And so you still end up confused, and then you feel bad. And what I want in this podcast episode is to release you from the guilt or the shame around like, I should know better. And just give you the permission to be a beginner, to go into parenting without some sort of preconceived idea that you should be great at it right out the gate. Like, you're great at it, okay? You're great parents because you are wonderful humans. But as far as the skills of, like, actually managing your three-year-old and getting them to stay in bed after you turn off the light or handling a terror like a you know a night terror with a four-year-old or dealing with a seven-year-old who's like I hate you you're so mean like you have not dealt with that before and it's okay if you're like what is happening I don't understand what to do here now the cool thing about parenting is that as you go through and you have more experience you get to know your kid a little bit more 
you feel like you've made some basic decisions and you know what that looks like. You kind of know when bedtime is, you kind of know your screen time rules. You have picked your elementary school, they're in some sports. You start to realize that you can figure it out, like you've already figured out a bunch of things and that you can kind of own that you do know some stuff. Like you're not necessarily a beginner. Hey, when I was little and we did um, swimming lessons, you would go to like a beginner, advanced beginner, and then intermediate. And I feel like if you have like a seven or eight year old, you're like advanced beginner <laughs> and in parenting. And you not everything feels so heavy and hard and weighted. And not everything feels like it's going to matter for the long term. Once you've made a few decisions and then you kind of like go, well, that didn't work out. Like, I guess, I guess my kid's not going to do karate because that was a disaster or, you know, something like that. Or like that preschool was not for us. And you're like, we had to pull them out. We had to start over. I had a lot of this, as you know, maybe you don't, but like I put Lincoln in kindergarten at his traditional age. You know, he was five and he went to kindergarten. And really quickly, I realized that he wasn't ready for kindergarten. He, this was before there were TK programs, transitional kindergarten programs. That's really what he needed. There wasn't one in our community. And so I pulled him out of kindergarten in November. I kept him home for a year. I didn't really do much with him. We just kind of like played um, and that was about it. And I just let him mature <laughs> and I put him back into kindergarten. The following year, we were at a traditional elementary school. I still was like, well, he's fine, but this is not the right environment for him. And then we found a like a hybrid program that was that fit him better hybrid meaning it was whole child and like focused on not just academics but also social and emotional so it was a hybrid between academic and social and emotional program perfect fit for him until fifth grade and then it wasn't but once you have gone through I chose something it didn't work out no problem pivot let's figure it out that is how parenting goes I want you to know that not everything you do at four is what you're going to be, kid is going to be doing at 14. Like, oh, let's sign them up for, you know, basketball or baseball or whatever, because then they're going to be a baseball player in high school. Like most of the time that doesn't happen every once in a while. But for the most part, kids change, parents change, your situation changes, things pivot. And as you go through those beginner stages, you get more confidence. You get to feel a little bit like an advanced beginner. You get into becoming, what's next? Intermediate. And I think about my, my kids and them learning to drive and how they got really good at the basics. They could get themselves back and forth to school. They, you know, could get them back and forth to work. But then what needed to happen was then there was all these unusual circumstances like rain, right? Or... Uh, you know, somebody like a car accident up ahead, right? And you have to, or some kind of um, debris on the road and they have to figure out how to swerve safely. The, the other kinds of obstacles are like heavy traffic, driving on the freeway, driving downtown in, in, you know, in different kinds of circumstances and how you use your basic skills, your beginner skills to problem solve. It's not like it's, um, it's not like you don't have problems as your kids get older. But when you encounter them, 
you've got some experience, you have some wisdom, you have some, you know, backstory that you can come back to and go, oh yeah, okay, we solved that problem. So if you are in those beginner years and you're feeling, you know, just like, what the heck? And especially if you have a spirited kid, you have a neurodivergent kid, you've got a kid who maybe has, um, like they've had some medical trauma in their background, or you have a lot of trauma that you're healing from and you are dysregulated often. If you've got kind of anything out, like like atypical going on in your family, and you have young kids or you have older kids, but it, especially in the beginning, you're like, what is wrong with me? I have no idea how to do this. I'm so overwhelmed. And what I see over and over and over is moms judging themselves, thinking inside something is wrong with me. And I want you to know nothing is wrong with you. We don't have a good way of teaching people parenting. Well, I do, right? But in general, there it's like, you know, people always will joke. They're like, well, I wish this kid came with an instruction manual. And it's not a joke. It's like a legit desire. That's why I have spent the last whatever many years, it's been 12 years now, trying to write like the instruction manual for parenting for myself. And then now I, you know, teach it to, you know, hundreds of parents around the country and actually around the world. And so it's because there was a gap and it's an actual skill gap. It's not that you don't have the intuition for it or you don't have, you know, you're not cut out for it or like, you know, you're going to mess up your kids because something's wrong with you. It's like, no, someone taught me how to drive, right? Just like I taught my kids how to drive. And when obstacles come up, I problem solve with them. And we talk through it. We say, oh, it's really rainy out. How do you think, what do you think is going to happen on the roads? Or here's some things that are, you know, going to come up. Or you're going to try, you know, you're going to drive your car to, you know, to into Hollywood. Like we live in Los Angeles. They're going to go into the city. You know, it's like, okay, we need to talk about parking. We need to talk about, you know, crowded streets. We, there's things we need to talk about. And I can talk about them and then they have to experience them. They have to learn on their own. And so for you, parenting sometimes means you at, you need actual teaching. You need parent educators. That's my role. I'm ultimately trained as a parent educator. I want to educate parents of how to do it. Now, if we think about the difference in how we're parenting versus how we were parented, right? How we're trying to have a paradigm shift in parenting and focus more on the inner world of the child, less on the performance of the child, that means that we all need even more skills. We need people who've gone ahead of us, who are advanced parents, <laughs> um, who've seen a lot of obstacles, right? Who've gone through a lot of um, these scenarios and can give you perspective and can tell you what's coming down the road. I think that in parenting for so many of us, we see that we're struggling. We see that we need help. And instead of going to get help, we secretly like just Google on the internet over and over and over again. Or we just like, you know, mom complain to our other mom friends who are also just as overwhelmed for the most part. And we're just like blind leading the blind. We're flying blind. 
we're asking the internet for help and Google and things like that. And we're just getting so much information that's not useful. And then we feel bad. So of course, I want you to sign up for my parenting courses. Of course, I want you to book a consultation with me, not because I want to sell you something, but because I want to help you. But even if you don't ever do that, if you don't get help from me, I want you to know that the reason that you feel overwhelmed and that you're not quite sure what to do is because you've never done this before. And as a parent, the last thing I want you to do is judge yourself, criticize yourself, beat yourself up, lay in bed at night just thinking, God, I'm such a terrible mom. That does not serve you and it does not serve your kids. Your kids think you're an amazing mom. They love you to pieces and they want you to teach them and guide them and show them how to grow up and be, be an adult. They're looking at you. And if you're stuck in confusion and overwhelm, that doesn't serve you or them. I want you to adopt a beginner mindset in parenting like you would any other skill. I think about other things that I have wanted to learn in my life besides parenting that I have gotten help with. And just so you know, I did get help with my parenting. In the beginning, before I was a coach, I needed someone to help me. And I went to parenting classes. I read parenting books and I developed my own sort of approach to parenting in a way that made sense to me. And I started sharing it with my friends and they were like, this is amazing. Tell us more. And then I would tell them more and I would learn and then tell them more. And they loved it. And that's, you know, from there, that's where this, you know, the, the whole program has the Calm Mama coaching program and Calm Mama process and the Become a Calm Mama podcast. All of this came from my own beginner mindset, trying to get answers, trying to figure things out. So I was thinking like, what are the things have I had to seek out help with? One, having an online business. Like, to be honest, this is a business, right? I mean, it's a podcast, but I also need to figure out how to communicate to you how I help you. And in the beginning, I didn't know how to do that. And so I had a coach who helped me and she gave me strategies and tools and like big picture and like what's normal and what's not. And that's a big part of what I teach you in my programs is like, what's developmentally appropriate at every stage, right? How do you, what strategies work and how do you implement them? And I give you tools and scripts and all of those things. I was just thinking about like other things that I've had to learn how to do. My husband and I, we have taken marriage classes, like communication classes, and we've talked to a marriage coach before and figured out ways to communicate with each other so that we don't, you know, argue and fight all the time, which we still do, but we are better at it <laughs> than we used to be. Um, I've hired people to help me manage my money and know how to set a budget. I have hired someone to help me learn how to uh, embroider. I didn't know that. I took a sewing class once. So the thing that I want to normalize for you, I also take classes at the gym, right? Um, personal trainer, whatever. I don't have a personal trainer, but I remember like when I first went to the gym, I was like, I don't know how to use any of this equipment. Like I have a body, but I don't know what to do with it when I go inside this, this gym. So I've learned like, I didn't know what a squat was, right? Now I know what a squat is. So every time we want to, we do something, especially if it matters, we learn. We go and we get help and we get a teacher 
and they teach us stuff. Your kids, they go to school, they have a teacher, they learn things. It's like their most important job, as you say, right? When they want to, you know, get better at something, you, you hire them a coach. You hire them a tutor. So I wonder what prevents you from getting the support you need for something that you've never done before. And do you allow yourself the idea that you are a beginner or that an advanced beginner or an intermediate? Do you say to yourself, I would love some help here and do you go get it? Or do you sit stuck in that confusion and in that hard, hard spot of like, I don't know what I'm doing and something must be wrong with me? My friend and I were talking about this, about how hard it is when, you have, when you're a young mom, not young, like when your kids are young, and that you're making all these decisions and you are feeling overwhelmed because every decision, like I said, feels like it matters a lot for the future, that it's like, you know, going to impact your kids for the rest of their lives or something. And then as you go through, my friend started laughing. She's like, yeah, as you go through life, you realize that not a lot of it matters that much. They, your kids barely remember what they did. I mean, my kid, I was so worried that Lincoln was going to be upset that I was missing his basketball championship game because my husband and I had a little trip planned, just the two of us. And I saw, okay, the season ends on March 30th. We'll leave on April 2nd or whatever. Grandparents will be in town. We're going to go on this little vacation. And then I didn't know that there was like a tournament. And then if you won the tournament, you were in the championship game and all this, all this stuff that the season could keep going. And my son's team was really good and they won and they went to the championship game and I was going to be gone. And I felt so nervous about it. Like, is it going to impact him? Is it going to be a big deal? Is it going to hurt him? Is he going to be mad at me? Is he going to feel like I abandoned him and rejected him and neglected him and all of those feelings? And the truth is that that's not our kids take on the narrative that we offer to them. And I just said, hey, buddy, I wish we could be there. We already had this trip planned. You're going to be great. Your grandparents will be here. And I cannot wait to hear about it. And I love you. He had no issues with us not being there because he got a clean version of it. I, I dropped all my guilt. I got through it, offered him you know, a perspective. He took it. He went to the game. They won. I wasn't there. Found out all about it. Wonderful, wonderful. Let me the reason why I'm telling you this is because honestly, 10 years later or however long it's been, my son does not even remember playing basketball. <laughs> not only does he not remember winning the championship and me not being there, he barely remembers ever playing. So the things that we do when they're little and we think are so important, the things don't really matter as much as the emotional experience and the narrative we offer to our kids and our thoughts and feelings about it. That's why your confusion is okay, but your thought that something's wrong with me and I'm not a good mom is not, because that's not the message we want our kids to have. That's not the message I want your kids to have. They want to believe that you're amazing because they already believe it. So don't argue with them. They want to think you're highly capable. They need to believe you're capable because that makes them feel safe. So if you are struggling in your parenting and you are confused, I want to say that's normal. Nothing's wrong with you. And I want to invite you to join the Emotionally Healthy Kids class or join the Emotionally Healthy Teens class. 
get some tools, get some parenting support. If you love this podcast and you listen to it and you're like, yes, everything she says is amazing. I love it. It's right exactly where I would want. As a family, this is what we do. This is what I care about. I care about calm. I care about connection. I care about boundaries. I care about, you know, helping my kids grow in responsibility without punishment. Like if these are your values and we are aligned, then there's, and you haven't like taken my class before, there's no reason for you not to. So the next round starts March 15th. Um, actually, I'm going to check real quick. It's March 14th. Okay, it's a Thursday. We meet for six weeks. We start March 14th, 9 a.m., six weeks in a row. It's $500 for the class. And then you get additional support with me after that um, so that you can learn all the skills and then get continued support in the course. You are a great mom. If you have confusion, that's normal. That's because you've never done it before. And I'm here to help you and guide you. Please, please, please. I want your takeaway to be, it's okay to be a beginner at parenting. It's normal to feel confused. And there's nothing wrong with me. Okay. It's funny. I feel like saying I love you. <laughs> but I do. I do care about you a ton. And um, I just think the world of any mom that listens to this podcast, any dad that listens, you are incredible. And if you want help, I'm here. You're always welcome to book a consult with me. Uh, 25 minutes, just you and me on Zoom or sign up for one of the classes. All those links are in the show notes. And I'm wishing you just the best week. And I will talk to you next time.